Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, good morning, and welcome to the Michael Reed Show. This is Ken Murray filling in for Michael Reed this week. And Michael, of course, will be back in the hot seat on Monday next. Well, a busy program this morning between now and 11 a.m., but one story is uh, dominating the news, as has been the case since last Friday, and that's the fallout from that uh, golf event in Clifton last week. question is, will it affect the performance of the government in the coming weeks? Will it put a strain on the relationship between Fianna Fáil, Fine Gael and the Greens? And, of course, the big question this morning is on the future of the EU Trade Commissioner, Phil Hogan. I'm joined on the line by the Minister for Junior Affairs and Fianna Fáil TD for Meath East, Thomas Byrne. First of all, Thomas... um, if the texts we've been getting is anything to go by, there's a lot of anger out there. How damaging do you think this will be for the cohesiveness of the government? Well, I think it's very damaging for, uh, I suppose, the government's ability to get its message across about the pandemic and about restrictions that have been brought in uh, when members of the Oireachtas go to an event like this. So there's no doubt that that's been hugely damaging. Uh, I mean, most people I think that I know, I mean, the, the, before the anger, I think there was a, a, a sense of absolute disbelief uh, that such an event would take place uh, in the middle of the pandemic. People just couldn't believe it. And I think anger obviously took over then. And that was certainly my reaction when I first heard about this. Uh, oh my God, what, what were they thinking? Um, and I suspect a lot of the people who were at that uh, event are probably saying the same now. Uh, what were we thinking? Um, and I think, I think it's just, I think it's absolutely dreadful and it is absolutely shocking, I think, to most people. And, and in, to be fair, that sense of anger and shock would be shared by the vast majority of members of the Oireachtas as well, who weren't there, and quite frankly, most of them wouldn't have known anything about the event. I read in the Irish Independent this morning that former Taoiseach Enda Kenny was invited to the dinner, and he said, no, I'm not going, this is not appropriate, and he didn't attend. Surely that should have been the cue to others to say, well, if Enda Kenny isn't going, he's setting a good example, and we should all follow. Isn't that the case? Well, I suspect there was probably quite a few people there who had their doubts, and some of them said, no, I'm not going. And others probably, to put it maybe in the nicest way, probably were too nice to say no, or maybe not brave enough to say no. Um, And I think that that's a pity. And I think, you know, in these situations, I think people have to sort of give leadership and have to, you know, have to give it the benefit of the doubt. If there's a doubt about an event like this in the middle of a pandemic, then you give the doubt and you go with the doubt and you say no. 
Um, and I think that that's probably the best approach. And as I understand it, Enda Kenny wasn't the only person in that situation as well. As I understand, there were quite a few reading in the media over the weekend. There was quite a few other golfers there who didn't go to the dinner uh, that evening. And that would have been obviously the sensible and correct thing to do. Um, I see overnight that the vice president of Fianna Fáil, Donny Cassidy, has stepped down from that position. Should Donny have known better? I think they all should have known better, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad that Tony has resigned uh, as vice president of the party. Um, and in, to be fair, uh, any of the politicians who have public roles or public offices, whether within the Oireachtas uh, or whether within political parties, uh, have now resigned. So there has been accountability. People have lost their jobs, lost their positions. Um, that in many cases they worked years for. So that's that's right, and that has happened. Um, and that is, I suppose, the the easiest place to do that is in government because you serve the 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 the, you know, the, the will of the Taoiseach and of the doll, of course. Um, so that has happened. I and mean, to be fair to the Taoiseach, to be fair to Derek Cleary and the senators who lost their positions, they all lost their positions within, within in some cases, 12 hours, 24 hours of this event becoming known. And that was the right thing to do. Uh, and that has happened now. And I think that that, that was absolutely necessary uh, to happen. And in fairness to Derek Cleary, within about 12 hours of, of this becoming known and realising the, uh, the monumental error that it was, uh, resigned his position as Minister for Agriculture. Uh, Sinn Féin and Labour are calling for the Dáil to be resumed. Now, one of the guests at the dinner was former Labour Senator Lorraine Higgins. Uh, we have Sinn Féin saying the Dáil should come back and uh, they themselves found themselves in hot water some weeks back uh, when uh, members of the party, if you like, bonded close together at the funeral of Bobby Story. Are they being hypocritical, do you think? Well, I'm certainly not going to take any lectures from Sinn Féin. I think Michal Martin has actually sacked people. I think, in fairness to Leo Varadkar, he has sacked people. Uh, there are other people whose, whose jobs, his life careers are now at risk uh, because they took part in this absolutely wrong event. So I'm not going to take any lectures from Sinn Féin. They absolutely justified uh, their position at the Bobby Story funeral where hundreds of members of the party dressed up in uh, white shirts, black ties, black trousers, uh, and, and, and went to a funeral uh, when you know, many thousands of people uh, in this constituency and right across the country, hundreds of thousands of people couldn't go to the funerals of loved ones. Uh, we had a confirmation at the weekend where grannies, brothers, uh, and no one could go to the confirmation. And that's been the situation all around the country as well. People have adhered to the rules. Um, so I won't take a lecture from Sinn Féin on this. Um, but, I, but I do think, I think the doll should be recalled. I think the teacher has asked, I think will be asking today that it would formally that it will be recalled. And that's going to happen next week. Uh, once the schools, uh, once the schools open, so that that is important. That's accountability, but that accountability is the doll can give the government is accountable to the doll. Ministers are accountable to the doll and can be sacked by the doll. Uh, but in this case, the minister for agriculture has already been sacked uh, by the teacher, and I think that's a very welcome step. Is Michal Martin, if you like, uh, failing to manage, uh, if you like, his uh, his position in government, or is he just an unlucky general, to coin an old phrase, by virtue of the fact that he's had to deal with what you might call um, changing events over the last few weeks? Well, I think in relation to this golf event, I think I, I wasn't talking to the Taoiseach since, since Thursday, but I can only imagine that his reaction was of utter disbelief that this actually went ahead. Um, like the rest of the country. And I don't think that he can be held responsible himself for people going to the event because, quite frankly, I doubt he even knew about it. Uh, and even if he did know about it, most people would have assumed in light of the restrictions that came in on Tuesday that the thing would have been cancelled and that he wouldn't have to question uh, ministers or senators about this. And, and let's be clear as well, Ken, about this. And, and, and I accept that this is highly damaging to the public perception of politicians. But there are 160 TDs in Dáil Éireann. 
there were two TDs, including Minister Cleary, as far as I understand at this event. The vast majority of TDs, I don't think, even got an invitation to it. I don't think I did. I certainly checked through my emails. I couldn't see it. Uh, and the vast, like 158 out of 160 TDs were not there. There was five or six senators at it out of 60. Um, so that's that's the reality of of, of, of this as well, I think, uh, that those who are there have paid, rightly paid a heavy price, rightly, um, because it was clearly wrong. But the vast majority of politicians weren't anywhere near this and wouldn't go anywhere near this. Uh, and that includes the t- from the Taoiseach down. OK, will Dara Kaliri be, if you like, sacked as deputy leader of the party? Uh, I don't know, but I mean, clearly he's already lost his position as, as a Minister for Agriculture. That's a very serious uh role. Um, Donny Cassidy has lost his position as Vice President of the party, so I suppose that will come, come under consideration. That's a matter for, for the Taoiseach. Right, let's move on to Phil Hogan. This morning, Dara O'Brien, who's your colleague in Fianna Fáil and the Housing Minister, he called on Phil Hogan to resign um, at a time when the talks between the EU and the UK on a trade deal are far from complete. Indeed, there's very little movement at all. And we have an Irish man in, if you like, the trade portfolio. And while he is the Commissioner for all of Europe, he would probably be more tuned in to the implications of a no-deal Brexit for Ireland. Is it appropriate for Dara O'Brien to call on Phil Hogan to step down at a time when we need an experienced, if you like, voice at the negotiating table, regardless of what happened in Galway? Well, I think, first of all, Ken, I think it's a mistake to think that anybody in politics is irreplaceable. Everybody is replaceable. That's why we have elections. Uh, That's that's why we have ministerial accountability to the doll. That's why there are procedures for commissioners to go as well. Nobody is irreplaceable. So I think we have to start with that premise, um, despite whatever particular crisis that we have. We have negotiations going on between uh, the EU and the UK. They're led by Michel Barnier, uh, obviously supported by the Commission and the European Union, but also supported by all of the governments of the European Union, including, including Ireland. Uh, and there's a lot of work going on between governments as well to give that support to the EU negotiating team. So I think the Taoiseach and the Taunish, they jointly, and I think, I think this was really good as well for the cohesiveness of government, jointly called uh, on Phil Hogan to resign. Now, it is the case uh, that members of the Commission have to be independent. They can't take instructions from national governments, and that's written into EU law. Uh, however, um, it is also the case um, that commissioners are required not to do anything that's incompatible with their duties or the performance of their duties. And I think that Phil Hogan, um, by giving, it has to be said, um, unclear answers on his position with regards to the Kildare lockdown, uh, as well as his attendance uh, at this particular event, I think damages confidence in politics. I don't need to say that. The public, public, public already know that. They're very angry about it. But it damages confidence in the European Union as well. And I think that the uh, Commission President, Ursula von der Leyen, must consider this as well. Uh, there's been huge support uh, in Ireland for the European Union because we've seen up close, um, you know, the benefits of the solidarity that other member states gave us with regards to Brexit. And I think that there is a danger uh, that that support for the European Union, that solidarity that we've shown, uh, will be seriously undermined uh, by the continuance in office uh, of, of Phil Hogan. Okay, that, uh, is a matter for the, that is a matter for the Commission, um, but I think that the Commission, the Commission President should take into account uh, the really serious public feeling in Ireland, the the fact that the lockdown has gone on for so long, the fact that all across Europe there's been an uptick in cases, and people, quite frankly, I think, 
are really at the end of their tether as regards complying with the rules of sure. doing their best. Well, well, let me come on to that, Thomas, them. because uh, if, if the text we were getting last week was anything to go by, to say that the message, if you like, um, put out by the Taoiseach on Tuesday of last week has led to confusion would be an understatement. We're, we're discussing later on the whole issue of school busing, but do you think the government has failed badly in terms of communicating its message? And we had Stephen Donnelly, who by all accounts was on Virgin Media last week and didn't seem to be on top of his brief. And then on top of the whole Barry Cowan story, uh, we have a situation where the public are taking the view that either the Taoiseach or the government as a unit is not on top of its work. What, What do you say to that? Well, I respectfully disagree with that. I think if you look then, for example, at the, the lockdowns, we had the local lockdowns, Leash Off Nickel there. Leash and Offley have now come out of lockdown because of what the people were able to do. They were able to comply with what the government asked them to do. Uh, Kildare is still in lockdown, but the numbers have, I think, gone down a bit. Yeah, no, but just let me stop you there, Thomas. I, I mean, Leash and Offaly is, is, you know, 50, 60 miles away. Let's let's deal with... No, the, no, the, I, I, but the, you the, asked me about government's messaging, and I've given you some examples. I know, but the, the, the measures announced last Tuesday by the Taoiseach have left people confused in relation to gatherings and the size of gatherings. The GAA don't know whether they're coming or going. There's all sorts of mixed messages, and the, if you like, the, the message being, communicate, uh, being communicated to the public public is very unclear. Do you accept that? What I think the public understand now, Ken, is, and I think Dr. Glynn was very clear about this, there's two numbers to remember. That's six and 15. And I think the public know this. Um, six people in your house, including your garden, is the maximum from three households. Uh, 15 people at gatherings outdoors. They're, they're very, very clear rules. Um, and I think that, that the vast majority of the public understand that. Um, that they're basically the rules and the rules about matches are don't go to watch a match unless you're the parent of a child I mean don't go and the reasons for that then are explained by the medics uh, because what we want to do is we want to reduce the number uh, of, of interactions between people at the moment so that we can allow schools to open so if we can, we can reduce the numbers of interactions among people and we do it in a way that costs the economy less that keeps jobs in play keeps people working uh, we can actually reduce uh, the numbers of people contracting this virus that allows us then to open the schools because that's a difficult thing in itself. So, so I think I think the rules actually, you know, I suppose were, were unexpected. They're definitely complex. They're definitely in some ways contradictory. We've allowed weddings to go ahead. Why? Because they're a once in a lifetime event uh, with social distancing. Uh, but the key numbers to remember are six and fifteen. You cannot have more than six people in your house or garden at any one time from three households. Uh, you can't have, you can't be at an outdoor gathering. A meeting, for example, of, of more than 15 people. Uh, you can't be at a wedding uh, where there's more than 50 people. And as far as I can see, almost everybody is complying with those rules. And in my opinion, they're simple. Um, they are difficult, though. I'm not saying that they're, they're, they're easy. Um, and the, there is huge frustration, certainly, among uh, sporting fans. But please understand this, that the idea is to reduce the numbers of the virus, to reduce death. Sure to take, make sure there's no pressure on our health service in a few weeks yeah, just and w- make sure schools can open this week and next week. Just, just one final question, Thomas, before I let you go. At a time when we effectively have no Minister for Agriculture, albeit that the Taoiseach is the acting minister, um, there's a lot of farmers out there very worried that they don't have a voice at a time because of the Brexit negotiations where their concerns are being listened to and acted upon. Isn't it time for the Taoiseach to appoint a new agriculture minister as soon as possible? 
Well, I think that the, a new minister can only be appointed once the doll comes back. So that will happen next week, I imagine. So I think a minister will be appointed next week. I know I was talking to a local IFA person in County Mead yesterday, and as I understand that they're meeting the T-shirt today, actually. And there are quite a number of issues on the agriculture minister's desk that I have been dealing with on behalf of local farmers. And I'm certainly making representations to the teacher on that. There also are, are two junior ministers in that department, uh, Martin Hayden and Pippa Hackett, as well as now the teacher for Minister for Agriculture. That situation will last about a week. Uh, and I think that uh, farmers can be assured that they will have a voice uh, at the top table. And that obviously has to continue. But that's just the nature of these things. There's a, there, there can be a gap between appointments. But I think I think that things will be handled appropriately okay. with an excellent civil service in the Department of Agriculture as well. All right. It's a story we'll be watching over the coming days. That's uh, Thomas Byrne, Minister for European Affairs and Fianna Fáil TD from Mead East. More to come. We'll take a break. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.